am Dawn Talbert, author of I'd Rather Die Than Obey, a women's Bible study that journeys through the book of Jonah, and I'm also host of the Unwrapping Rest podcast. And here, I encourage frazzled women to stop striving and unwrap God's gift of rest. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to episode six of the Unwrapping Rest podcast. This episode is titled Meeting Elroy in the Coffee Shop. Yesterday, I heard a woman share that one of her greatest joys in her work at our local crisis pregnancy center is when she gets to introduce clients to the God of Genesis 16. This chapter is one of those uncomfortable moments in scripture where God's chosen people have taken matters into their own hands and created havoc rather than the solution they were seeking. In this case, Abraham and his wife Sarai were trying to manipulate their circumstances to bring out the promise that God had made to them. They had used a woman named Hagar in the process and then mistreated her by sending her away. She was alone and frightened in the middle of the desert. Most likely, she was unsure of her next steps or even how she would survive. There, in that wilderness, Hagar met the angel of the Lord who told her that her circumstances weren't without a purpose. At the close of this encounter, Hagar called God by a new name, El Roy, which translates to the God who sees me. This has always been one of my favorite names for God. He saw Hagar and he sees me as well. And as my new friend shares with her clients, he sees all of us with eyes of great love. I've been meaning to write about an encounter I had with El Roy on the misty November morning of my book launch. It testifies to my moment of knowing I was seen by God, and I share it to encourage you to ask God to reveal himself in your circumstances as well. It was launch day for I'd Rather Die Than Obey, and Larry and I had played a real-life game of Tetris. We'd fitted books, folding chairs, and decorations into the back of my RAV4. I'd hurried to grab a shower, and finally we were making our way across the county to the adorable coffee shop where the event was to be held. Everything seemed to be going fine until the first bubbles of fear began to rise. What if no one came? What if I had made a mistake when I decided to become an independent author? Did I even know what I was doing? I had prayed and trusted. I had offered my book as loaves and fishes for God to use, but now the enemy was attacking. Was it possible, he whispered, that I'd started following my own plan rather than God's plan. As Larry drove, I prayed for peace, and I asked God to let me know if I was on the wrong track. I truly wanted the book and my writing to honor him. And suddenly those doubts grew quiet, and I found myself thinking about this idea I had to name my publishing company, 
I was going to call it Allie Grace Publishing in memory of my daddy's mother. Her name was Allie and, you know, the Grace part would signal the type of content I'd be producing. But why was all of this coming to mind now? After all, I decided to go to a completely different direction with the company name. That's a topic for another day. And then Isla Impressions had been born. What a weird thing to come to mind, I thought, as Larry pulled the car into a parking space right near the front door of the coffee shop. I hurried through the drizzle and made my way inside to pay the rental fee before we just started moving our carload of gear inside. Two young ladies were working behind the counter. They knew all the steps we needed to square away the business quickly, and as we chatted, I asked their names. I'm Allie, and I'm Grace. Tears flooded my eyes as I realized the God who sees me had brought that story to mind so I wouldn't miss the significance of being at that place at that moment with these two young ladies. I shared the story with them and thanked them for being confirmation of God's goodness. I even snapped their photo to help me remember before I hurried outside to tell Larry and called my mom and sister to let them know. Allie Grace wasn't meant to be the name of my business, but it was a great code word from God to remind me that he is Elroy. He saw what I was trying to do and he knew my heart. I could trust him with the outcome and not fall into the trap of trying to manipulate circumstances. It's a lesson I need to return to often as I move into new phases of my author journey, as I trust him with book sales and marketing and even future projects. His timing, his purpose, and his direction are where I'm placing my trust, not in my own striving. Hello, QuickBooks. I'm talking to you. Seriously, I'm sharing this lesson with you today in hopes it will remind you that God sees you as well. He loves you so. And he has a purpose for your life and can bring good from your circumstances. In the words of an old hymn, only trust him. Join me in repeating Hagar's words. You are the God who sees me. I have now seen the God who sees me. That comes from Genesis chapter 16, verse 13. Glory to his great name. In my women's Bible study book, I'd Rather Die Than Obey, you'll find a fresh perspective on the story of the prophet Jonah. This story is as relevant today as when God first used a fish and a worm to change his prophet's heart. As we walk together through the story of Jonah, we find lessons about the depths of faith, obedience, and the unwavering love of the Creator. Signed copies of the book are available through my website, dawntalbert.com. Use code PODCAST10 to save 10% on your order. Get your copy today at dawntalbert.com. <music>